Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 144 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue with our Come Follow Me study for this week. Uh, We are in May the 17th to May the 23rd, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 51 to 57. Now in my eagerness to uh, get through all these sections this week, I tried to put together two sections yesterday and I did so uh, just about. And then I looked at the section for today and forgot that this was actually probably one of the shortest sections in the in the uh, collection of sections we have this week. So we'll see what we get from this. But uh, we do introduce a new individual here, just like we did over the last day or so. Um, in Doctrine and Covenants section 55, we meet William W. Phelps. So to understand a little bit more about his background, let's look at the Joseph Smith Revelations um, historical kind of context section uh, in the uh, Gospel Library. Um, this revelation uh, on the 14th of June, 1831, was was delivered or directed to William W. Phelps by the prophet Joseph Smith. Um, so let's get a bit of background on him. It says, quote, in 1830, Phelps was the publisher of an anti-Masonic newspaper, the Ontario Phoenix, in Canada, 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 oh, Canadagua, New York, about 40 miles from Palmyra. On the 9th of April, two weeks after the sale of the Book of Mormon was offered for sale, Phelps purchased a copy. He later wrote, Notwithstanding my body was not baptised into this church till June 1831, yet my heart was there from the time I became acquainted with the Book of Mormon. In December 1830, he travelled to Fayette, New York, to meet Joseph Smith, and came away from the experience further committed to the new movement, and convinced that he needed to quit the folly of my way and the fancy and fame of this world and seek the Lord and his righteousness. So I guess, oh, close quote. So I guess the question is, you know, why was he not baptized straight away? Why did he not stay with the saints? Why did he return? What took so long? Well, as we find out uh, further, quote, in late April 1831, shortly after the majority of church members left New York for Ohio, Phelps was arrested and imprisoned for 30 days in Leon's New York, apparently over, over a delinquent debt he owed, close quote. So he had a little bit of trouble. However, what he did uh, is he gave up the editorship of the Phoenix, the Ontario Phoenix, and uh, once he was released, he left his, uh, his old home, took his family, uh, and went to join the Saints in the Ohio. Um... So for me here, I guess there is a principle that, you know, if we have made mistakes in our past or if we do make mistakes, we need to leave those mistakes behind. Obviously, we need to repent of those and, um, you know, do what we need to to uh, make reconciliation. In his case, he was in prison for, for 30 days. But for us, of course, it may be, you know, a, a wide number of things. Uh, but uh, in William W. Feltz's case, he did this and then he removed his family from that place and they begun afresh and anew with the saints, uh, and they arrived on the 14th of June. So it's uh, you know, an, an important principle there, and so there we go. So let's have a look at the Doctrine and Covenants section 55. I mean, before we do kind of dive into that, obviously you may recognise the name William W. Phelps. He was uh, quite integral with, in writing a number of the hymns uh, and various other things that... Uh, that the church use even today. 
that's probably why you, you might recognise his name. So he had quite a lasting legacy on this church. Um, and so it's important to know where his background was. So in section 55, it says in verse 1, uh, Behold, thus saith the Lord unto you, my servant William, yea, even the Lord of the whole earth, thou art called and chosen, and after thou hast been baptised by water, which if you do with an eye single to my glory, you shall have a remission of your sins and a reception of the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. So the Lord here is saying uh, to William W. Phelps that, as with everyone else, if he is baptised and he uh, he can have a remission of his sins and receive the Holy Ghost. But what I like and what I find interesting is the phrase in the middle, which says, "If you do it, which if you do with an eye single to my glory." So I'm not sure, uh, you know, why for specifically William that that phrase was said. Well, obviously, you know, we we find out again here how the Lord tailors and dictate that and dictates his revelations to all of these individuals in church history uh, according to what they need similar to again our patriarchal blessings which i made the uh, the link to before uh, and i find it fascinating the things we learn from these moments in time uh, with, with these revelations directed to these specific individuals because we can learn from that as well another lesson we learn here is about how the lord utilizes our talents and our strengths, and uh, uses them for the furthering of his work. In verse 4 of Doctrine and Covenants, section 55, it says, And again you shall be ordained to assist my servant Oliver Cowdery to do the work of printing, and of selecting and writing books for the schools for schools in this church, that little children may also receive instruction before me, as is pleasing unto me. Now, I find this interesting, because we see the Lord working in different ways uh, with different people. So if people like Oliver Cowdery and William W. Phelps, whose backgrounds were in teaching and in printing and writing respectively, um, they very much so are called to do that same work, but to the furthering of the church. But then we have experiences like with John Whitmer, who, you know, he clearly wasn't a, a, a historian or, or anything like that. And yet the Lord called him in, in, a, in a, what he supposed, in what John Whitmer supposed was an area of weakness for him uh, to be a church historian. And I guess the question is, well, why does sometimes the, the Lord call us to things that we have, you know, a, a strength in? And then sometimes why does he call us to an area where we feel like we don't have a lot of strength? And again, it comes down to the fact that the Lord knows our paths and he knows our ways and he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows that there are times that perhaps we need to be able to build on the strengths that we have. And there's a, probably an area of need in his church that will come up uh, that we are needed specifically for. Hence why all the Cowdery and William W. Feltz were called to those calls. And we see the huge impact that they had uh, on the uh, recording of and on the of the writing of hymns and other things uh, in the church. Uh, and then at other times he sees where individuals need to grow. Uh, and so he places them in an area where they need to rely on trust and trust in him. You know, we, you might be sat there listening to this podcast and you might think that the, the opportunities and the responsibilities you've been given have often been ones you've not been comfortable with. But looking back, if you've been you know diligent and tried your best with those and you can see how you've grown. Uh, and I think all of this boils down to us being willing and ready to act in the calling that we are given, to lift where we stand, as Elder Uckdorf uh, once said. Uh, because, you know, it's a 
an opportunity this life, whether it's to develop our talents that we've been given and utilize those rather than, you know, not to use those again, or to um, be given opportunities to develop in areas where we perhaps do not feel as confident. Uh, you know, the Lord prepares and guides us through the journey that he has in plan for us if we are willing to listen and accept that. Uh, I just thought that was an interesting um, kind of thought there that we about how we are given responsibilities and calls, not just, you know, official callings in the church, but the ways in which we uh, can serve and bless other people without an official or, or formal calling as well. That's an important thing to remember too. That brings us to the end, really. Uh, and so thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow the podcast on all the on all the usual places on Facebook, uh, Church of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you'd like to share some feedback with me there as well. Please share what you've been studying and I'd love to share on a future podcast episode. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.